The following program is recorded content created by the Truth Network. It's Matt Slick Live. Matt is the founder and president of the Christian Apologetics Research Ministry, found online at CARM.org. When you have questions about Bible doctrines, turn to Matt Slick Live for answers. Taking your calls and responding to your questions at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. Hey folks, welcome to the show. It's me, Matt Slick. You're listening to Matt Slick Live, and I hope you're going to have a good time listening, and hope you have good calls, and uh, well, we'll just see. So if you want to give me a call, all you got to do, whew, all you got to do is dial 877-207-2276. All right, hey, uh, let's see. If you want, you can uh, participate in our chat and watch the show and kind of chat with others by just going to rumble.com rumble.com uh, forward slash Matt Slick Live and if you do that you can uh, you can watch you know you can watch me sitting here and answering questions and stuff like that and you can also chat with the people in the chat room because they're pretty cool mostly they're pretty cool uh, and uh, we get some mostly but you know we do have some weird wackos uh, we had that yesterday after the show we had somebody it's really interesting the mindset of different kinds of people that are out there uh, how vile they can be and after the show someone came in and tried to pretend they were Christian I was actually suspicious and um, in the after show and then just went vile and rejoiced in it and it was really interesting because uh, you know I just calmly addressed him uh, just told him he was you know playing the fool and just being stupid he was rejoicing in it and uh, you know, and it says, uh, you know, as they do these things, uh, just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them over to a depraved mind to do those things which are not proper, being filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, evil, deceit, malice, etc. And it goes on. And uh, and when I, I said to the guy, you know, I said, what are you doing? You know, you're just being childish. He's just rejoicing. You can see he's on, on camera. He's rejoicing and he's really happy. Really interesting. Anyway, that, that's, I was reading Romans uh, 1, uh, 28, 29, but also verse 32 is interesting. It says, And although they know the ordinance of God, that those who practice such things are worthy of death, they not only do the same, but also give hearty approval to those who practice them. And it was a good example right there of uh, Romans 9 being, Romans 1, excuse me, being true. Now, Romans 9, incidentally, is being true. I'm starting uh, on Romans 9 tonight uh, for the Bible study going in and, and we're starting at verse 1 and then Lord willing next week we'll be starting at Romans 9 9 that's going to be interesting I'm really going to spend a lot of time on it have some good notes and some good stuff I've defended that uh, section of scripture over the years countless times so I know it well and uh, you know people disagree on, on certain interpretations and and what I like to do is read it you know and uh, they, they, just say, they just say that's your interpretation <laughs> when I just read it and they don't like what it says and uh, I can understand that because when I first read Romans 9 starting at verse 9 I went what that can't be right and so it's only happened to me in two places of scripture that place and reading um, Song of Solomon I remember reading that going and checking I actually actually did this I was reading through Song of Solomon and I actually like whoa whoa what's going on here and then I I looked at the cover it's the bible <laughs> it kept 
kept reading. So uh, it was interesting. It was a lot of fun. Um, but, you know, that's what happens. A lot of times the uh, the Lord, uh, he says things, does things that just don't fit our uh, rather simplistic, humanistic kind of perspective. Um, and, you know, we're all guilty of that to some degree. But at any rate, there you go. And uh, last night I did my Wednesday night uh, Q&A thing on Clubhouse. And I thought it went really well because I, I taught on, uh, I don't know, about a half hour, 45 minutes, I taught on Islam and explained some of the problems with Islam. It was really interesting also because there was a guy, a Muslim, who was trying to defend Islam. And he was so rude and... I just kept asking him, please, just be polite. And he'd tell you, be polite. And then he would just get rude again and step over my words and then go on. Ask him a simple question. Is this what it says? Yes or no? You know, is that what it says? And he'd go on for a minute, you know, and, and really fast. And like, dude, just it, it, do you agree with what it says, you know, in the Quran or whatever it is. And I know where to go to uh, show that the Quran has lots of problems. And boy, does it. There's lots of problems. Maybe I'll even tell you what some of those are. I don't know. Maybe I'll do that. You know, just because. Just because I might do that. Yeah. You know what? Why not? I think I will do that. We have nobody waiting right now. So something that happens sometimes, I just kind of teach. Maybe I'll do that. But if you do want to give me a call, it's 877-207-2276. All right. Um... So uh, here, you know, I think I'll just do this. There's a couple of uh, surahs uh, in the Quran, and, um, and and a surah is a is a chapter, uh, but a ayat is a is a verse. So you know, I just like to say uh, this surah. Look at this surah. You say surah, whatever it is, four one fifty seven, for example. I mean, that's just how you you say it, like John three sixteen. Say surah four one fifty seven. So they will do. Why not? I'm just going to read you some stuff, uh, some of the things I used to witness to, to Muslims right out of the Quran. It says this in Surah 4, 157, it says that they said in boast, we killed Christ Jesus, the son of Mary, the apostle of Allah. But they killed him not, nor crucified him, but so it was made to appear to them, and those who differ therein are full of doubts. I was talking to this Muslim. And I said, uh, I could prove Islam was false. And he said, no, you can't. Said, yes, I can. Because in Surah 482, it says if there's any discrepancy in the Quran, then it's not from Allah. And if, it's, if the Quran's false, then Islam's false. Simple. He agreed that's true. Okay. Well, then, and I took him here, and um, I said, so it was made to appear that Jesus was crucified, right? And I said, yes. I said, who did that? He said, God did it. Allah did it. And I said, so... Allah made it appear to be one way when it really was not. So that's called deception. And he said, no, it's not. And I, I looked up the word deception. I read it to him. Yeah, to make someone believe uh, something that's not true. Isn't that what Allah just did? No, no, it's not deception. I go, that's, that's what deception is, though. And he goes, no, he just misled them. <laughs> Crack it up. Because it was like, are you serious? Well, that's what it means to mislead someone, is to deceive them. And uh, no, it's not deception, it's misleading them. So, <laughs> so I went and looked up mislead, and you know, it's the same basic definition of to deceive. And he didn't know what to do. He just kept, kept getting more angry and, and interruptive and domineering and things like that. But that's one of the things I'll do is I'll say, doesn't that mean that your God is, is a deceiver? 
He made it look like Jesus was crucified when it really was not. So that's by the hand of your God. He purposely deceived people. But that's what it is. How do you know he's not deceiving you now? Oh, well, that's just one of the things. I could tell you a lot of stuff, lots of stuff out of the Quran, but at any rate, no big deal. Hey, if you want to give me a call, 877-207-2276. Let's get to John from Raleigh, North Carolina. John, welcome. You are on the air. Are you there? John, I'm not hearing you. Okay, I hope we're not having a phone problem. So, John, are you there? Well, I'll tell you what, let me put him on hold, and I'll get to Jared from Richmond, Virginia. Jared, welcome. You're on the air. Hello, Jared. Okay. Uh, the bump was turned off. Oh, that's okay on that. So I don't know what's going on here. We're having problems on our phones. Um, I'm not able to hear everybody. Uh, I am connected to the right access channel. I'm saying that out loud so that the tech guys, if they're listening, they'll know. I think we're having a we are having a problem here. So let me just try with John again, and everything is turned up. So everything should be working. I don't hear him. So, uh, John, are you there? Hmm. Interesting. So let's see. Um, let's see. I guess I don't know what's happening. Well, that's okay. I can continue to teach on Islam if you want. I can talk about it. And someone was in the room last night said, yeah, he said, uh, Allah misled people to protect them. And I said, so he, you're admitting he misled them. And how do you protect people? This is, you know, another thing is, is uh, okay, he's going to try rebooting his Comrex. And then it may be John, Jamal, and Jared, you may have to call back. We'll see. I don't know. We'll find We'll find out. Just, they're going to reboot their Comrex on their end, and I'll just keep talking. So uh, in Surah 4157, you know, it was uh, the case that Allah made someone look like Jesus was crucified, and that was to protect people. So my, my question is, you know, if Allah made it look like Jesus was crucified, which is all of what Christianity is based on, how is that protecting people? That's a question I would like to ask them. But of course, not a very good uh, response. Are you there, John? I thought I heard something. I guess not. Maybe it's your booting. It takes a little bit longer, I think. So let's see. Let's see. Hey, John, are you on the air? Oh, it's, it's not working right. We'll, we'll figure it out. So anyway, um, that's what happened last night. And this guy was so rude. He was so interruptive. Uh, and it was really bad. It was. Now, okay, get the Comrex going again here. Because, let's see if it's working. Do this one. See if we can get in. All right. Yeah, we're having a little technical difficulties, folks. I hope you just don't mind bearing with us a little bit. All right, now got, I'm back in, and uh, I guess they're back in, and mine is hooked up. So I'll let the uh, the guys on their end answer the calls because they're ringing. Interesting, you've got two Comrex opens, and that's it. If you want to give me a call, you can do that, 877-207-2276. You can also email me at info at carm.org, info at carm.org if you want you can just email me and put in the title there radio question or radio comment or something like that and that'll be fine and uh oh look at that a five dollar monthly donation from uh someone and uh 
uh, let's just say uh, Tyler, I guess. I think that's what it is. Hey, just want to say thanks and just remind you all out there, if you'd be so kind as to support us at $5 a month, you just go to carm.org, C-A-R-M dot O-R-G, forward slash donate, and you can set it up. And hopefully uh, things will be... Uh, Easy, to, you know, easy peasy. We we ask for uh, for that. It's not very much, and so it won't hurt anybody's budget or anything like that. And we get enough people to do that, and it can really help us a great deal. We are trying to make ends meet, and uh, we just need that help. And summer months are often quite difficult, so that's just how it is. If you want to give me a call, all you got to do is dial eight seven seven two zero seven two two seven six. Now the console said it's ringing, but it's not being picked up. So I'm concluding that they're having a problem on our end, and I won't worry about it anymore. They'll just have to, to uh, type something in the stack uh, when they want to communicate with me. We'll just figure it out. Now, I'll tell you what I'll do in the meantime. So I'm going to give you some information about Islam here. And uh, this is really good stuff, okay, if you want to talk to them and you want to witness to them. Now, I don't know if anybody's out there doing that. And maybe you might have friends who are Muslims, but Surah 1, uh, excuse me, Surah 4, 157 is the one I was just telling you about, where Allah made someone look like Jesus was crucified when he really was not, and that's deception. Well, in the same chapter, this is a really interesting um, verse. It's Surah 171, or excuse me, 4, 171. And I was talking to the Muslims last night. Uh, this one guy was so rude, we had to get rid of him. He was just bad. And the other Muslims in the room, I said, come on up and let's talk. And they found various excuses not to do that, you know. And um, that's fine. You know, they had excuses. But uh, there's the break. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll, we'll just hold on here. And after the break, hopefully, the phones will work. And if not, let's keep teaching on some stuff. No big deal. Hey, if you want to give me a call, 877-207-2276. We'll be right back. Please stay tuned. Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. If you want to give me a call, all you got to do is dial 877-207-2276. Let's give it a try here. Jamal from North Carolina. All right, you're on the air. Hello? <laughs> well, I guess that answers that one. <laughs> For the God sources. Now let's see if you can hear them. I don't hear them, and uh, everything on my end is normal. Everything on my end is working. We're definitely having phone problems, and uh, the, the, <laughs> they'll be working on it. That's all right. That's okay. So I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll just leave him open, and uh, maybe I think what I'm going to do, I don't know. I think I'm going to do this. I think I'm going to just get out of the stack and come back in and see if it kind of reconnects things. And let's just see. So, Jamal, can you hear me? Nope. Yes, sir, I can hear you. Oh, you hear there we go. Now I hear you. All right, man. Okay, good. Praise God, it worked. All right, buddy. So what do you got? Let's go. All right. Uh, just to let you know, it's uh, got a little distortion in there, but uh, I'll go mm. ahead and continue if that's all right. That's okay. That's all right, man. Go ahead. All right. Um, just heard a question online. I wanted to give it to you. Uh, get your answer. Somebody asked if Adam, Adam and Eve were married. Well, uh, it doesn't say they were. It doesn't say they weren't. It doesn't say that they went through any formal ceremony. 
But what it does say is what God has joined together, let no man separate. Marriage is a covenantal contract where, uh, you know, people are joined. And marriage is something instituted by God. So we can conclude that they were in that state of commitment, contractual commitment with each other. Uh, That's what I would say, that they were married in that sense, the broad sense. Okay. Okay. All right. Makes sense. Sounds good to me. Thank you, sir. Okay, man. Well, God bless. All right. God bless. Okay. Hey, folks, if you want to give me a call, we have uh, nobody waiting right now. Now the phones are working. Give me a call, 877-207-2276. And by the way, I'm going to jump back into the stuff on Islam. Because every now and then I feel like teaching about you know various things that I think are, are useful. And uh, so, as I was mentioning before the break, Surah 4, 171. Now, before I read it, I'm going to read it because it's going to, it's going to be interesting. And I want to show you something. This is what I say to the Muslims sometimes. And I'll say, is the Quran the word of Allah? And they say, well, yeah, it's the word of Allah. Okay. And so we could say it's the word of Allah from the tablets in heaven, and it's in a physical form right before us, right? And they'll say, well, yeah, yeah, you can hold it in your hands. So in that sense, the word of Allah can be in a physical form, right? And they go, yeah, in that sense, you know, the Quran, the book, and stuff like that. All right, so I say, okay, let's go to Surah 4, 171. O people of the book, commit no excesses in your religion, nor say of Allah, aught but the truth. Christ Jesus, the son of Mary, was no more than an apostle of Allah and his word, which he bestowed on Mary, and a spirit proceeding from him. Uh, what? I was reading this last night to the Muslims. I was saying, no, that's really interesting that what the, the Quran says of Jesus is that he is the word, a spirit from Allah. I said, can you explain that? And, oh, I'm telling you, they have difficulty. And I'll say, you know what's interesting is we call Jesus the Word, and the Quran calls him the Word, his Word. Because what it says, Christ Jesus, the son of Mary, was no more than an apostle of Allah, and his Word, which he bestowed on Mary, and a spirit proceeding from him. Now, what is going on there? It's a very interesting uh, issue, and I've asked Muslims about it, and I'll continue to ask Muslims about it and say, can you please tell me what this means? And they have trouble doing it because they just don't understand what the Quran says about Jesus sometimes. Because, you know, the, Muhammad, what he did was he just put a lot of what he heard about uh, Christianity into the Quran. He never had any vision from God. He just made stuff up. And he put it in and tried to sound like he's from God. And then, and uh, he just heard various things. And we know this is the case because some of the things he's, he put in the Quran are just wrong about what Christianity teaches. Just wrong. He got it wrong, you know. And uh, so, uh, and then it goes on in, in Surah 171. Another area of a problem that they have in the Quran is, uh, you know, when Muslims talk, they, you know, they'll say, no, we don't believe in the Trinity. We believe that Allah is just one. I say, well, so do we as a trinity. And they, what? Yeah, we believe in the trinity, that there's one God, God is one. Yeah, and that's what the trinity is. So what's the problem? 
And what they're doing is they don't realize it because the Quran is deceptive and inaccurate. And just what it says, you know, uh, after it says uh, that Jesus is the word, it says the same verse, the second half of the verse, say not Trinity, desist, it will be better for you, for Allah is one Allah, glory be to him. Oh, now why would they say, don't say Trinity, just say that Allah is one? Well, the Trinity is that Allah is one. That, that God is one. Allah is just the Arabic word for uh, God. So I say, well, that's it. We do teach that he's one. And it's wait for the, the Muslims to try and follow up and try and, and make sense of it. Because they don't understand. They think we teach a form of polytheism and God has partners. We don't say that. And I tell the Muslims, I told them last night in the room, I said, look, if I'm talking to a Muslim and a Muslim says, no, that's not what our position is, I'm going to be taking it very seriously. I'm going to say, okay, well, what is the position? Can you please show it to me from the Quran or the Hadith? And, and I, want to, I want to know, and uh, because I don't want to misrepresent you guys. I want to understand what it is you actually teach. That's how I am with Muslims. And I don't know everything, and they could certainly teach me things, and I have no problem with that. I just open up my Muslim file, which is over 100 pages, 140 pages long in Word, and I just I add my notes. I don't have any problem being corrected. I don't have any problem of being taught. That's fine. It just makes me more accurate when I learn about it and recite it and go through it. And I'm grateful for that. Do the Muslims do that? No. I would say it's exceedingly rare when a Muslim actually learns what Christian theology actually is. Very, very, very rare. I can count how many, maybe two people that I, two Muslims that I've met, who actually can understand Christian theology to some degrees, and um, will then re can recite it and understand it pretty well. It's just a couple, three uh, in my, I don't know, ten, fifteen years of talking to Muslims. Anyway, so there you go. That's just some information. Hey, let's get on the phone here with Dylan from South Carolina. Dylan, welcome. You're on the air. Um, just a quick question. Um, if the Trinity is true, why hadn't none of the previous servants taught this concept? Why, what, like, because what was the, so hard about teaching this? Because it's a revelatory uh, concept that's revealed through the whole of Scripture, through the entirety of the work of God. So one individual Isn't doesn't have all the key. Excuse me, uh, if you're asking me a question, let me answer it, okay? All right. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. So it's a revelatory uh, uh, doctrine that's revealed through the whole of Scripture, and no one individual would teach it because they didn't have the whole of the Scripture's revelation for it. Okay. Um, if you're God and you're all-powerful and you know all things, don't you think if it's linked to your salvation, you have to explain how it works? Well, hold on a second. We had a break. And we get back to the break. Say that again, and I'll show you what the problems are with that right. statement, okay? Hey, folks, we'll be right back after these messages. If you want to give me a call, 877-207-2276. we be right back. It's Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. If you want to give me a call, all you got to do is dial 877 Let's get back with Dylan. Dylan, welcome. You're on the air. Yeah, I'm, I'm back. Good. All right, got a question for you. What, what are you? Are you a Muslim? Atheist? What? No, I'm an atheist. I'm an atheist. You're, because of things like the you're an atheist? 
Okay. So why don't you re- restate uh, what it was your objection was, and I'll tackle it. Go ahead. Well, it can't be tackled because you called the Bible God's Word, and God, in His Word, failed to explain how the Trinity works. That's a fact. Oh, okay. So, uh... It's still a fact. I get a question. Hey, 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 hey. I want you to do something. It's going to be very difficult for you, okay? I want you to do some... Well, go ahead. I want you to do some thinking. Okay? I want you to think. I'm going to ask you some questions. All right? Let's see how well you do. Is there a universal standard of what ought to be done in the Bible that you're in touch with? No, because... No, there's not. So the answer is no, there's not. All right. So then it's just your opinion that you're imposing on the scriptures, right? All right. Yes. And so it's just. Hold on a sec. It's just your opinion. So here's a question Why should any of us take your opinion so seriously? Let's see here. God in the Bible says he's unchanging. All right. I didn't, you're not answering the question. Why should we take your opinion about this seriously? Um, what world do I live in? Uh, I don't know. I'm hoping it's Earth, but maybe you're, you know, living on, on the the, the planet Zebulon. I, I don't know. Um, but because your logic isn't very good, so why should we take your opinion about this as a serious issue? You shouldn't. You should look at logic okay. and reason and live in the oh. real world like me. I should look at logic and reason. Okay, so can you tell me the first law of logic? What's the first law? Um. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you have any idea what the law of identity is? No. Okay, so you're telling about logic, and you don't even know the very first law of logic, the very most fundamental basis of what logic is. All right. So, through evidence? No, it's not what it is. Um, and so, are you familiar with the idea of logic being transcendental? Yes. You know what that means? It's transcendent? It go, beyond, go beyond the laws. No. No, it doesn't go beyond. That's a meaningless statement. It means that the laws of logic are not dependent upon the physical realm or your brain or my brain. We don't determine those laws because your mm-hmm. brain and my brain are different. So those laws that you like to appeal to, the logic you like to appeal to, is based on the basic laws of logic, law of identity, law of non-contradiction, law of uh, excluded middle, law of proper inference, things like this. And the, yeah, just the and basis of the classical logic. And so you're, tr- you're the one who said what logic is. You're also telling us that we don't have to listen to your opinion because you don't have a universal construct by which you can say what ought to be done. Then you said it was logic. Well, now I'm going to show you something about logic. I'm just going off with what you said. Because logic is a universal transcendental necessity. In other words, the law of identity, something is what it is and is not what it is not, is a universal. It's universally true. So from your atheistic perspective, how do you account for that universality of that that uh, abstract thing, the law of logic? How do you account for its existence? I don't atheist? know. I don't make up the rules. If there is a God, you should know. And so uh, I'm just asking you, from your atheist perspective, how do you do that? And the answer is, you don't know, because the atheist exactly can't justify it. this. All right? So just, just atheism is weak, but yet what you do is you use, or you try to use logic, but your worldview can't even account for it. 
Guess which worldview can account for the laws of logic? The Christian worldview. Because the laws oh, of logic oh, are reflections. The, the, the laws of logic are a reflection of the character and the mind of God. And if we presuppose a Trinitarian being, we can then account for the one and the many issue. We can solve it. And we can also deal with universals and particulars and the universality of the laws of logic that you like to cite or use or reference in your atheistic worldview that can't account for them. So you're inconsistent. And when you argue against God, by using logic, you're presupposing his existence in order to do that. You just don't know it. Hold on, hold on. Let's pretend the Trinity is true. I can't hear you. you got to speak up. I can't hear you. you got to speak up. Speak up, man. Okay. Is it my fault that God failed in his word to explain how the Trinity works? Is it my fault? Well, let me ask you. Yes or no? If God, if God intended for the Trinity to be revealed the way it would, it, the way it is, then it wouldn't be a failure, then would it? Okay. Um, yes or no? Did God, in his word, <laughs> fail an almighty, all-powerful, all-knowing... Oh, and everybody in that comment section is a moron. And, uh, hey, 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 stop, yes stop, no? stop. Yes stop. or no? Yes, just no, he, yes he did not no. fail. He did not fail. He never fails. Well, then, okay. where does he teach this is the Trinity... And here is how it works. Where does it teach that? It doesn't say it like that. And so God absolutely did not put it in there like that for a reason, so he didn't fail. Because the Bible no isn't the word of God, and okay. it, it doesn't even exist. Your God isn't the real. Bible. Even it if doesn't? he was, he has, he's a hypocrite, too. Well, wait a minute. So our God doesn't exist. And how do you know that the Christian God does not exist? Because the Trinity took centuries to invent, develop, whatever you want to call it. Well, if it took centuries to develop, does that mean God does or does not exist if it took centuries for people to figure it out? If there is a God, well, God's Word is being played with. You can play with God's Word, but is it going to so, right, take you in the right direction? But you didn't answer the question. Whether it took centuries or not centuries to figure out the doctrine of the Trinity, does that have any bearing on whether or not God exists or not? Well, if, the, if it's the right God, he should know that he's a trinity and teach people oh, but, clearly. But, if the trinity but, is linked to your salvation, God but, has to tell you how the trinity works. Unless, of oh, course, Jesus oh, never died. Okay. And even if he did... Oh, where's that rule book? This, actually, yes, where's that, what did he where's sacrifice when he returned back to life? Where, where's the rule book that you have that says what God ought to do? Where's that universal rule book? Where is it? Did you go to get, know, get it on uh, Amazon? God, in his word... Maybe well, get it on, uh, I don't know, eBay. Standard. Did you get it on eBay or Amazon? Where, where, where'd you get this universal rule book that God has to follow? I just want to know. Well, I'd like to get one. All right. Uh, my, Do you my have one? Are Where's the universal rule book? You keep appealing to what should be and what God ought to do. It means you've got to have some universal standard. You have to have some universal truth. So I'm assuming maybe you got it. Says, Don't own people where is it? property. I just wrote a better book than God. You did? Wow. Yes. Better book Just than simply God. putting, don't own people as property. And oh, and before you go with your indentured servitude, Christianity is a false religion. Its it teachings is? are false. Yes, so then, yes, a thousand can, you and a name, can you name me a teaching that's false? The Trinity, the belief that Jesus died for our sins, everything. Let's take the idea that Jesus died for our sins. So, did Jesus die on the cross? 
No. Even if he did, he didn't sacrifice nothing well, when he hold, returned. Hold on. I didn't ask all this explanation stuff. Guy, calm down. You're so full of hatred and condemnation. You know, what's in you so that you're like that? So, so did Jesus, did Jesus, did Jesus, did Jesus die on the cross? The eyewitnesses wrote what they no. wrote. Oh, he did not. Well, so did Jesus exist? No, so the people who did, did Jesus exist? Right. Did Jesus probably. exist? Oh, he probably did. How you think he does? Oh, oh, okay. And how do you know how he existed? Where's your source information? Oh. All right. Get all the gospels, line them up, and see how accurate they are. Okay, they are very accurate. So, where did you get this oh, idea that right. Jesus wasn't crucified? Where, which, where's your information coming from? The Bible, outside sources. But the, the Bible says shouldn't believe in you're, you're, you're not making any sense. The Bible says he was Neither crucified. No, I'm making sense. Right, but the, the Bible says he was crucified. What did he so sacrifice? how do you say, what did he Dylan, Dylan, what did he sacrifice Dylan, when he returned Dylan, to life? Dylan, Dylan, the Bible says he was crucified. So is the Bible yes. wrong? And yes. how do you know it's wrong? Because all these Gospels differ significantly from each other. And even if Jesus did die on the cross, he didn't die for every single person on earth. And hell shouldn't exist. Oh, and the Hindus so then, have created their cultural Dylan, isolation, Dylan, and they're going to go to hell no matter what. Dylan, Dylan, you are so full of yes. hate and condemnation. So are you? You just you criticize no, other religions. Other religions. The second somebody criticizes yours, okay. you all you do is just repeat yourself. <laughs> no, I don't just repeat myself. I'm asking you diagnostic questions. God is a man and all that. Hey, stuff. Dylan, 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 please, Dylan. I'm going to have to put you on hold. Okay, I put put him on hold. Folks, when I'm letting him talk, trying to get a word in edgewise, I want you to see this is something I have to deal with on a regular basis, this kind of anger and vitriol and brainwashed attitude that is so prevalent among atheists. Some atheists are polite. This guy, unfortunately, is an increasing uh, form of atheism that, that's, uh, that's being manifested. But it's, it's all easy to handle. You just have to know what to ask. Hey, we'll be right back after these messages. And if he's still on the air, we'll, we'll continue. So we'll be right back. Uh, 877-207-2276. We'll be right back. It's Matt Slick Live. Taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. Last segment of the hour. I'll not be on the air live uh, tomorrow or Monday. Uh, doing a little bit of traveling. Hey, Dylan, are you still there? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately? Why is that? Aren't you having a good because time? Because it doesn't seem... It doesn't seem like your binary brain cares much about things. It doesn't seem like it cares about things. Dan warned me about you, and he was a thousand and a half percent right. Wait, wait, I'm sorry, you got it. Wait, hold on, a little muffled. Who warned you about me? Dan Barker, Daniel Barker. <laughs> Dan did. <laughs> what did Dan say? Dan the man. Yeah, I know Dan. I've debated him. I have, him. I have his cell phone brain. number. Right. What did he? What did he say? What did he warn you about? What did he say? I'm curious. He he did a whole interview about how. People like you, and he's a thousand and a half percent correct, have no middle ground. It's either, like the Bible says, it, it should be hot or cold, because if it's lukewarm, I'll spit you out of my mouth. And he said and a lot of believers had what he used to have. It's called a binary brain, where you choose. Binary brain. Right or wrong. Yeah, yeah that's, and, and what's wrong with that? That's our, that's our position. So is our position right or wrong? 
Uh, he's a thousand and a half percent correct. How do you know a thousand and a half percent? A thousand and one yeah, half percent. That's interesting. Much more opening towards other stuff because even you know the supposed good news of the gospel is really just solving a problem of its own making. Okay, so uh, so it's a solving a problem of its own making. Interesting. And, and what's the problem? Um, who created Adam and Eve? God did. Who who created the devil? Uh, God created. He didn't create the devil. He created a good angel who chose to rebel, and he started acting like an All atheist. Right. And started started deciding for himself what was. Well, hold on, Dylan. Hold yeah. on. So when the Satan and Adam and Eve started acting like atheists, because uh, atheists try to determine right and wrong and truth and and falsity on their own. Uh, merit and their own ability when they started doing that things really went bad so that's what yeah. happened mm -hmm. so how's it right that we are here because of what two people did and then how's Jesus it right? has to suffer for what everybody did well, Jesus uh, chose. I'll explain if you let. Don't ask me a question, Dylan, and then I start to answer, and then you start interrupting. If you ask me a question, don't you want me to answer it? You're being you so not... aggressive, Matt. I don't like you. I'm aggressive, and you don't like me. Yes. Look, guy, no, I look. never said that. I like you. You're funny. Oh, okay. You okay. do a good I, job I, of turning everybody to atheist. Okay, so. Um, so which question do you want me to answer? And hopefully you'll let me answer it instead of it jumping in and interrupting. Which, which question? Alrighty. What exactly did Jesus sacrifice when he returned back to life? Isn't the whole purpose of giving up your life to give up your life? What did he that, sacrifice? Like hey, Dylan, 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 what's your question? What's your question? Answer this. What did Jesus sacrifice when he returned back to life? What is the purpose of that? Isn't the what purpose he, to give up your life? Dylan, that Dylan, let me... Oh, Dylan, 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 Dylan. You, you, let's practice. Ask me one question without commentary. Just ask me one question. Let's see if you can do that. Just one question. Let's try that. Go ahead. What, what did Jesus sacrifice when he returned back to life? He didn't... Uh, well, that's a good question, actually. Because that's an interesting question. Well, hold on, let me think through it. Because could he have sacrificed anything by becoming, uh, entering into the fleshly body again? Well, there is a sense in which he was uh, permanently entering into that state of being a man forever. And you could say that he's giving up, uh, so to speak, the ubiquitous presence, possibly to some degree uh, outside of that condition. That's an interesting well, thing. So that's certainly yeah, a possibility. So, Dylan, Dylan, let me so finish my sentences. Dylan, let me finish. Come on. Why are you being so rude? Is, is, this what, is your rudeness what atheism teaches you? No, it doesn't, but Christianity oh. isn't much better. So. So, so then it's not what... That means you're just being rude by yourself. Okay, that, that's what that is then. Um, okay, so do you have any other questions you want to try? No, because you didn't answer my question. The correct answer is nothing. When Jesus returns, how do you life, know? That's the correct how do you answer. know? How do you know it's the correct answer? Okay, if I put a million dollars to the side just to know what it's like to be poor, and then after a weekend I go and get my million dollars, ultimately all I did was just have a garbage weekend. Because I'm still going to be a millionaire, you know what I mean? 
Do you, you drive a car? Do you drive a car? Do you drive a car? You drive, right? Yes. Okay, what state are you in? I'm in Idaho. Are you in Idaho by any chance? No. Oh, good. Good, because if you did live in Idaho, I could make sure you weren't on the same road with me, because I want to make sure I don't drive when you're around. Because if you drive like you think, poof, there'll be some problems. Well, you're not, at least you're not a very good thinker. Yeah, no, you just you know, in your hypocrisy, you just criticize me. You see, well, I'm not supposed, belief. I'm not supposed to criticize any other. Beliefs, Dylan, Dylan, there you go, being rude again. So you don't want me to criticize people, so you criticize me for what I do. Now, yes. isn't that an inconsistency? Um, well, you worship a God who has inconsistency. So, yes. so wait, 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 wait. I asked you. I'm pointing out what you're saying and doing. You complain that I condemn other religious systems, yet you condemn mine. Is that okay for you to do and not for me to do? Um, it's still hypocritical. It's not hypocritical to do what I do. But I'm asking you if it's hypocritical for you to do what you do because you say, Matt, don't do it, but I can. Isn't that hypocrisy? So you admit you admit you're a, you're doing something hypocritically. You say don't criticize other religions and stuff, but yet you criticize mine. So that's well, that's that's what you do. And well, you have, no, you have no, 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 no. I don't say don't criticize. I don't say cri- don't criticize other God religions. Says, you want an example? Dylan, want an example Dylan, 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 Dylan. Hold on. I don't say don't criticize other religions. I never say that. If you want to criticize Christianity, you're free to. If Muslims want to, they're yeah. free to. And I'll answer their objections. But I never say don't do it, and then I do it. You say don't do it, but you do it. That's hypocrisy. Okay. Well, you're, if you ever find out or reach that point where you realize, yeah, this is hypocritical, let me give you an example. Uh, God says, thou shalt not kill. But in order for him to forgive people, he has to kill. Don't you think that's Actually, hypocritical? Actually, it says don't murder. That's what it really says, not just kill. Like that's a better word, but all right. No, murder is is different. Dylan, 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 Dylan. Sounds like a logical conversation, and everybody in that chat is Dylan, Dylan. Hey, Dylan, Dylan. Murder is different than killing. Did you know that? If someone is is injuring somebody else and another person stops him by shooting him, for example, and he saves someone's life by killing that individual, that is not murder. So if a gunman goes into a school to shoot up children and someone shoots him and kills him, that's not murder. Now, if he just doesn't like the color of his hair and he shoots him, that's murder. The Bible says don't murder the unlawful and immoral taking of life. That's what God says. So well, what's he, the he problem? That too, that's for sure. So what's the problem? Well, wait a minute. Uh, if God has someone executed, it's because they've sinned against him. They've broken the law. And since he knows they've broken that law, they've committed a sin worthy of death. Those therefore they're executed according to the law. So it's not murder. So if okay. Jesus died for our sins, everybody should be in heaven right now because his wrath is... No, so, I don't believe he died for everybody. He's almighty and all-powerful. He can... Why I don't. Be- I don't. Know. I don't believe he died for everybody. Okay. Then there's that. no point in dying to begin with. It's pointless. Uh, well, no. It's pointless well, hold on a sec. Hold on, Dylan. 
I said, I don't believe he died for everybody. I believe he died only for the elect, the ones chosen by God for salvation, oh, given to the Son. So he chooses okay. who he likes and all that stuff. He doesn't care what your life is like. He cares what you believe. Yeah, he does uh, choose um, who he wants to save. And if you don't like it, that's yeah, just, just like your opinion. He, well, it's you not my opinion like that all the Hindus are going to go to hell through no fault of their own and being born in the wrong culture. Who created well, that? Well, if the Hindus uh, would listen to the true and living God, because God has his way of communicating himself to other people all, all over the world, and if they were to hear the voice of God speaking to them in different ways, well, then wouldn't that be okay? And if they choose to rebel, then isn't that their own fault? Through no fault of their own, they're born in the wrong culture where they got the wrong theology. And oh, you so mean... they missed the initial revelation. Oh, but yet so you mean... In America, you mean... Are you saying there is a right religion then? If they just happen to be born in the wrong one, there is a right one? Which is the right one then? Uh, we don't know because nobody's died and gone to heaven. It's only, it's kind of messed oh. up that you have to only go after you're dead. Oh. So nobody's died and gone to heaven. So you know all people and all know. deaths. Oh, you don't know. Okay. Well, what we're going to do now is we're going to move along, Dylan, because um, we're almost out of time. And I need to close up, and I just want to inform you that you couldn't argue your way out of a wet paper out bag. Out of a wet paper bag, I know. If, yes, and Matt, you couldn't drink water if you fell out of a canoe. If, if it was angled at 45 degrees down, there was a chain pulling you, and the bag was greased, and there was a neon light pointing the way, you'd still have trouble. You can't think critically. Okay? So you can't think critically. All right. Um Anyway, folks, that's what's going on. So we're going to move along here. We only have a couple of minutes left. I just want to let you know that uh, I won't be on the air live tomorrow, Friday, or Monday. I'll be back on the air, Lord willing, uh, on Tuesday. A friend of mine's uh, mom died, and uh, got to go down and, you know, memorial service and stuff like that. So uh, I hope the Lord blesses you. I also hope that the Lord uh, blessed you in, in this dialogue. The reason I, I kept at it was I wanted people to hear. Now, he's typical and also not typical. To be honest, most atheists aren't as rude and is as illogical as him. But I have noticed an increase in um, the attacks on the truth. And atheists uh, present stuff, but they cannot defend their position. They can't defend the foundation of their attack. It's like I asked him, because this is, what, this is what a lot of atheists will do. Well, God was wrong for doing whatever it is. Okay, well, why is he wrong? What's the standard of righteousness you're in touch with? Where is it? Well, they don't have one. Well, then it's just your opinion. And if it's just your opinion, you're entitled to it, but so? Does it make it true or not true? And if you say God ought not do something, or he ought to do something else, then you're saying you know what ought to be done. Well, where'd you get this from? See, this is real basic stuff when you talk with atheists. And it's all you got to do. If they say God should or shouldn't, that means they, where'd you get this ought? Where'd you get it? I don't know where they get it, except they make it up sometimes. And then when you point it out, and they kind of cry about it. Well, you know, it's just what's common sense. No, it's not common sense. any rate, so it's, uh, it's tough. And I've written a lot on atheism, and I've done a lot of debates with atheists, and I'll continue to debate them. Uh, they're trying to become more sophisticated, but there's only so far they can go because they don't have a foundation for truth or morality. They cannot defend the necessity of transcendentals by which they argue. 
and uh, they have a weak thing. They cannot establish the causal chain by which all facts obtain their context. That's another discussion. Hey, folks, there's the music. I'm out of here. May the Lord bless you by his grace. We'll be back on the air next week on Tuesday. And uh, hopefully we will talk to you then. May the Lord bless you. I hope you have a great weekend. God bless you. Another program powered by the Truth Network.